Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. Hello, and welcome to an Eldritch Dream Games production of the Eterna Podcast. This podcast is made possible by our patrons. From the LCP D&D podcast, we have Tim Demuse, Wesley Sullivan, and Brian Bridges. From our sister podcast, Dustress, as well as the Hex Grid Heroes Network, we have Don Bewley. And also from Dustress, as well as Action Forge, we have Brian Rafe. Please stay tuned after the story to hear about the great projects these guys are working on. And thank you so much for supporting us. You can hear a voice from within. It's feminine. And while not exact, it does seem familiar. It says, who is it? It's Father Prius. I have someone here to see you. A moment later, the door will open. And standing before you is Victoria, dressed in light white and yellow robes. Her eyes widen as she sees you, and she casts herself forward, putting her arms around you. Riley, you're here! <laughs> Riley is just, like, the widest smile he's had in probably months. And, yeah, he basically wraps his arms around her and, like, picks her up and gives her a little spin. <laughs> And, like, he tries to talk, but he just ends up, like, laughing <laughs> instead. <laughs> you know, every time he starts to, like, say, like, Victoria, I'm so happy, he just ends up giggling. Uh, you would probably take immediate notice of a few things. Uh, in the time since she's been away, she's not only standing and walking of her own volition, but... She seems to have grown fairly well in strength. Her skin still pale, her hair still long and black, longer even than it was. Her eyes seem to have a, a sparkle and glint in them that wasn't there before, and she seems remarkably more lively. Father Prius will simply nod to the two of you, walk around your spinnings and begin heading back to the main hall. Oh, that's okay. To Riley, that guy was already gone the second the door opened. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, Riley will uh like set her down and still wide smile will say, Vict Victoria. Uh. <laughs> it's been a while. It it has been a while, hasn't it? too long and she holds your face in her hands and she appears to be crying um <laughs> he uh like reaches out and just like brushes off a few tears with his thumb and uh uh prob probably tearing up himself as well and he says um well I'm sorry that I missed your birthday. And many other days. Well, 
Maybe we can make them up. There's so much to tell you, so much to do. I don't know where to start, and my head is spinning, admittedly, and for some reason, standing here right now seems to just be enough, though there's so much else. There's a lot to say to you, too. Uh, as she, she looks concerned, uh, there's a bit of reservation in her eyes. Go ahead and roll me a diplomacy. <laughs> roll a two again. <laughs> no, I rolled the one that's worse than that. <laughs> you rolled a one. So what does that get you? Oh, uh, that brings me to a ten. That brings you to a ten. Okay. It's like, come in, sit down, please. Yeah, I, I guess Riley's just completely dumbfounded, so he does so. So she will share with you uh, what's been happening with her, uh, how soon after leaving her parents' home in Solaria, uh, she started to recover, uh, how Father Prius and the... Uh, the others, uh, Priestess Kena and, uh, and her sisters, as she refers to them, how they've all helped her, uh, so much over, over the span of her absence, and how she, she's found a, a light and a hope, uh, for her future uh, here with the Callistrians. Uh, but she had sent her note to you in hopes that you would find her because she would very much like for you to be a part of that. Uh, but go ahead and roll me a sense motive. Okie dokes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just going to give up, I think. Uh, I have a six with another nat one. Yeah. <laughs> there, There's no, like, level at all of her lying, and it seems like she's give, telling you everything. And Riley probably goes to talk a couple more times, finds that he can't, and, like, has to take a second to recenter himself before, you know, after just, like, patiently listening to all of this. And, um... He uh, says, "It, Victoria, it does me so well to see you healthy and strong. This is something we've, we've talked about so much when we were young. Just to, I mean, look at you. You're walking around on your own accord. You're not coughing. Uh, I'm sure you're breathing all right. And you felt warm to the touch. And your, your skin's doing better. And... Yes. Uh, my illness, it was cured shortly after leaving. And she, she gives you a smile. How? How did they manage? Uh, well, um, it honestly just took time. It's... And she keeps... She seems to be careful about 
how she's speaking at the moment. I think it has more to do with where I was. <laughs> Riley, like, uh, still that wide smile, like, just in jest. It's come, Victoria. Yeah, you're not, like, allergic to the sun or something, are you? No, I, I'm not. Uh, at least I don't think so. Then perhaps the such a life in such a sprawling city didn't fare you any well. Perhaps. And she she give she gives you a, a smile. Though it, it does seem she doesn't have her whole heart behind that smile. Come, Victoria, I've known you for many years. Is there something else you wish to tell me? Uh, go ahead and make me another diplomacy. I almost don't even want to roll dice ever again in my entire life, but okay. No. <laughs> That's a 21. She, her her face will kind of fall and be like, all right, I, I'll, I'll tell you, but you have to promise me something first. Yes. This is my fight not yours and it will be my fight and not yours oh that wide smile on Riley's face at least uh, immediately goes like slate solid <laughs> as he uh, looks up at her what's going on Victoria she hesitates and begins pacing around her room It's not the city, or the sun, or the sprawling streets, or the dirty air that was making me ill, Riley. I've been ill since I was a girl, very young. There was only one constant in my life at that time at this point I'm assuming Riley has been sitting while she was talking to him so like at this point he stands up um, like takes a step closer to her and says go on what what caused your illness Victoria my father and like uh, I, I feel like I out of game expected that but Riley, like, his eyes immediately widen, and just, like, instinctually a hand goes, like, his left hand goes up to the uh, handle of his blade. Um, he doesn't draw it or anything, but that's just, like, an immediate twitch reaction. And um, he uh, takes a moment to try to formulate what to say next, and I think he settles on why. Why? I'd like to know. I'm not sure. But I keep this with me. And she pulls out a small vial in which is a grayish powder with just the slightest hint of reflectivity. This is what always made me sick. Sprinkled in food, water. This is what made me ill. Father Prius and the others were able to identify it before I was made well again. And were able to 
tell me of its properties. It's very hard to kill someone with this, but it renders them weak, reliant on others, and in a constant state of distressed health. Through uh, gritted teeth, Riley says, that man took years of your life, years of our life. I... She looks into your eyes, and there is a fierce intensity in her stare. I know, Riley. And I'm going to take years of his. That's my justice. Uh, Riley just stares at her. And very slowly says, Then, I suppose we have a destination, don't we? I suppose we do. But not now. There's still planning to be done. Still things I need to do to learn. Well, I'm sure everything I feel, you feel twice over, at least. I will attempt to process this but no, Victoria, that I am here at your side, no matter what course of action you choose to take. Thank you, Riley. I knew you would come. And she will lean forward and hug you. Oh, we're not just hugging, dude. This full-on kiss. He like, Yeah, she goes into hug, and Riley just like uh, pull, uh, pushes up her uh, chin a little bit. And, oh, I was uh, gonna get to that, but Oh, well, you know. Jump the gun. (laughs) That's what Riley does. Frankly, I imagine it wouldn't stop there, but that's up to you, I suppose. This guy, Riley's been looking for her for years at this point. Um, She's pretty much the only thing he's been thinking of, so I I agree. It probably doesn't stop there. All right. I think with that, uh, we can fast forward a little bit into the day, uh, unless... (laughs) <laughs> unless you want to detail the sex scene uh, just get uh, right into it no okay that's fine that's I mean fine. this is kink finder <laughs> we're supposed wow, to be educational so... we can be yeah. sex educational yeah right right <laughs> the Eterna podcast <laughs> for all your educational needs so uh, fast forwarding a bit through the day I think Riley, um, you, you and you, you and uh, and Victoria are reunited for quite a while. Um, would you bring her back to um, to to your to your new friends? <laughs> to my home. <laughs> yes, to to home where the Clint is. You know what? I, I want to, but I, I honestly find it hard to believe that they don't just like stay in her room all night. Okay. Yeah. That is absolutely fine. So I believe that uh, Leaf and Adira are both in crafting mode. However, they can uh, take a break uh, from that and, and okay. meet your friends. Well, yeah, you had told me my shit wasn't going to take but a couple of hours each, so. 
Yeah. Depending on how long he's been gone. I've been gone for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I think I finished him. <laughs> no, I, would, I would come back and I would just kind of come right in. Uh, would, would they be like out in the open crafting or are they like off hidden somewhere? Um, probably sitting outside because I don't want to like mess up Clint's floor with these reeds. Well, Leaf would definitely not be crafting anywhere where he might be easily found. Just kind of like due to the nature and scale of things. Okay. Well, then he would he would approach Adira, I guess, outside, and uh, he would motion to his friends. He would say, "Adira, these are these are the friends I came here seeking. This is uh, Shaylin, and this is Maximilian." And then I would turn to them and I would say, "This is Adira. She is one of the." Uh, one of the people that I told you about. I'm glad you found your friends. It, it's a pleasure to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. Uh, Maximilian would lean forward for a handshake. Uh, she ain't shaking anybody's hand. He would. I would, I would just kind of lean into him and I would say she doesn't do touching. Oh, uh, very sorry. Like I said, they're they're a little, you know. I've made something for you, Brock. <laughs> you've you've made something for me. Mm-hmm. Is it? Are are you intending to crown me queen as well? No, no, there can only be one queen. Um, <laughs> but she'll pull out a little pouch. It's kind of like a belt pouch, but it's it's weaved out of the basket reeds, and hand it to you and be like, uh, for collecting your stones, rocks. Uh, he'll pick it up and look at it. Oh, uh, thank you. It will, it will be quite handy for collecting rocks. I do enjoy my rocks. Um, are the others around? No, Riley hasn't returned yet, and Leaf snuck off somewhere. I actually assumed that I, I, I was like stopping in for lunch or something. Right at that moment, Leaf busts through the door with a fucking chicken sandwich we're, <laughs> we're outside first out Bust from inside the a house nearby cafe's door with a chicken sandwich ah, there he is <laughs> oh leaf uh he would wave these are these are the friends that i was looking for and i would again shaylin maximilian uh y'all leaf like it's, leading it's box over by the by the arm he is the least weird of the group, I would have to say. Oh, and you're uh... true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll uh, do my best to take that as a compliment. And uh, I'm I'm Leaf Goldthrush, and this is my ever-present companion, Box. Can I can I reach out for handshakes? Uh, as you reach out for a handshake, uh, Maximilian kind of like 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 jumps. A, a little bit, uh, like sub hesitantly, uh, kind of like reaches forward and shakes your hand. Uh, <clears throat> and and Shellen will afterwards. Uh, I mean, could could I do anything to kind of like suss out his reaction? Like that's not like he's never seen like an elf before, is it? No. Um. Uh. He. 
Uh, go ahead and make a sense motive. Alright, that's a six. <laughs> um, yeah, he's probably never seen an elf before. <laughs> Just... Uh, I, I will do my best to give him the best of first impressions. Uh, uh, you, you shake his hand well. <laughs> Ooh, Make wow. a handshake check. Sleight of hand. <laughs> That's an eight. Do, like, below the, average. The, the fucking, like, the six-part fucking handshake. And then, like, just, like, exploded at the end. Just like... Yeah, I failed on the explosion and actually ruptured my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! However, I'm going to masturbate now. Sorry, however am I going to debate now? There we go. What a callback. <laughs> oh, man. We're so funny. <laughs> but, uh, I, would, I, I would turn to Maximilian and Shayla. And I'd look at them and I'd say, uh, well, as she said, Riley is not here at the moment, so you can't meet him. Maybe he will return soon, but I do feel that he would uh, he would like to do his introduction himself. He seems to enjoy such things. So, uh, what are your friends doing in town? Are, are they from this? Or are, are you from this region? Oh, no. They uh, they are apparently in town for a wedding. They, uh, oh. they intend to get married on the, the day of the new year. The two of you? Yes. Uh, we've known each other for around three years now. Uh, we used to travel with Brock. Brilliant. Oh, uh, I, I feel so empty-handed. We'll, we'll have to scrounge something together as a wedding present. Oh, please don't impose yourself. H hardly. I, I, I would feel... Uh, I wouldn't be doing my part if I didn't contribute somehow. Uh, anything to help buoy the happiness that you two are... Uh, going to be walking into once the ceremony's over. Well, thank you very much. Um, Maximilian is just kind of beaming. Uh, they, they have invited the entire group to the wedding, should you wish to join. I, of course, will be attending, but the invitation goes out to all of the rest of you as well. That's at the end of the week? Or end of the month? Uh, end of the month, I think, yeah. End of the month. Okay, so uh, we've plenty of time to get organized and uh, see if I can put together a uh, proper outfit for the occasion. Alright. <clears throat> so, I think, uh, when, when would Riley eventually return? And <laughs> would he bring Victoria with him? That's a fucking good question. Um... <laughs> So, uh, realistically, I, I think he and Victoria probably spend the whole night together. He'll, like, between having a sexcapade, he'll, uh, tell her about some parts of his adventures. And then, um, like, if they do breakfast at the temple, that'd be sick. So, maybe an afternoon of the next day. I mean, breakfast at the temple of Calistria doesn't involve food. I mean, they're gonna um, be eating something. <laughs> and I said I would shut up. I mean, I don't think that changes anything I said about <laughs> Riley's plans. No, I didn't think it would. Yeah. Um, 
except maybe stopping in to get some food somewhere on the way back. Right, All yeah, we're lo- high in protein. <laughs> we're uh, looking to get one of those delicious uh, chicken sandwiches that everyone raves about in Starlight. <laughs> it's it's like a little cafe right across from the fucking uh, from the museum. You just stop in and get these fucking tasty ass chicken sandwiches. Uh, so you would return the next day. Yeah, it might be worth mentioning that I also gave her over the course of the night um, that uh, bracelet that Riley bought in addition to the uh, journal he's been writing in since he left Solaria for her uh, uh, any reading she would like to do. Those are both gifts to her. She, she, would, she would don the bracelet uh, immediately uh, and begin reading the journal uh, with much of the gusto and uh, and uh, genesequa of a of a young, very intense uh, lover uh, style moment. Uh, and yes, there are furrowed brows and bitten lips, <laughs> especially especially at the raunchy bits that you never record. Um, if I thought of doing it, doing the recordings <laughs> earlier, maybe I would have gotten to it, but <laughs> fuck it. He says, and on this page, I shall detail what I would like to do. To you. No. I, um, <laughs> I don't get paid enough to write smut for a podcast, okay? <laughs> Everybody, our, uh, I believe it's our $100 goal uh, on Patreon. If we get $100 a month, Chris is going to write smut for a podcast. Oh, Riley Sama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get us there, fans. Uh, if only for the smut. If only for the smut. Do it for the smut. <laughs> well, that was a nice smut plug. So let's. Uh... Okay, so um, I feel like. Uh, I, I know Leaf has a lot of crafting to do. You've got over a week's worth of crafting to work on under your belt. Over, I suppose, really over the course of the next month. Uh, or the bulk of this month. Is there anything in particular y'all want to do? Well, I would give, give Leaf the basket I made for him for gathering stuff. But other than that, I'm just waiting to see if Clint hears back from that dwarven woman. Okay. Um, he would come back rather quickly and regularly check uh, for her presence, but it seems she's out on excavation. Uh, so a- anything else that people want to do in particular? Uh, there will be an I mean, unveiling that Leaf wants to do. I would be... Uh, I'm sure there's some kind of Toragian wedding gift kind of thing that I could start crafting for them out of stone like some kind of symbol of you know i hope your marriage doesn't fall apart immediately <laughs> yeah uh i would think that a uh, a sort of uh unique sort of anvil style shape would would fit well with Turagian themes and uh you could carve one out of stone yeah so i would either buy stone or if i could easily find a stone you could easily find stone and if you want over the course of the month to take 20 to make sure that it's absolutely as good as you can get it you can yes 
I will certainly do that. Being extra careful. Well, Leaf certainly wants to be introduced to this uh, Calistrian woman at some point in the week. Well, I bet you do. Hmm. <laughs> Leaf her alone, or else. <laughs> She's not quite a half orc. <laughs> Listen, um, um, I'm going to have to reinforce one of my presents if you two are going to be hanging out. <laughs> uh, color me curious. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <I think. laughs> um, oh, if we're talking about like plans for the month, j just to kind of... Uh, Riley does want to introduce Victoria to the rest of the group. Then I think something else he wants to do is like obviously he's going to be spending a lot of time with Victoria, but either between hanging out with her and the occasions where she might, maybe she's busy with something or what have you, or even just with her, he does want to make time to hang out with individual party members or the party as a whole, just to continue becoming stronger friends and learning more about each other. And um, I mean, if there's a wedding at the end of the month, he has to buy some decent clothes, and I'm thinking he might work on like a. Uh, poem drawn from some of his experiences as a wedding gift for the uh, bride and groom to be. Okay. I would, I would also try and find appropriate clothing for a wedding as all I own is monk clothes and I feel like I just would stand out. So y'all could find like nice if, if not necessarily extravagant clothes for relatively cheap probably in the range of 5 to 10 gold depending on how simple you want it to be. I'm supposed to be the best man, so I guess I'm going for ten. I will go for five, so as not to show up Brock. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, if possible, Riley would like to find uh, a ten gold piece outfit for himself and one for Victoria. Victoria would actually have nice clothes. I guess that makes sense. And like most Calistrians do. That's that's true. She can still come clothing shopping. Uh, yeah. Riley will admit that she might have a better eye for uh, style than he does, since he's mostly used to wearing armor at this point. That she does. Uh, the clothes she helps you pick are very form-fitting. Suitable. I like it. And I think you would uh, introduce her to everybody. Uh, would anybody have a particular reaction to to... Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, calm down, buddy. No, no, he's he's like I guess we start getting into the to the introductions and he says, "Oh, uh, I am I'm I'm Leaf Goldthrush and then and like his his most subtle not so subtle way, he just kind of like turns slightly slightly to the side so as not to be making direct eye contact with her and he he says, "Is she?" Riley like leans in a little bit and says, Leaf, is she what? Like, out loud. <laughs> the, the the one you mentioned. To, yeah, yes, Leaf. Yes, this is... <laughs> yes, this is Victoria, Leaf. I'm not just bringing home random women. It's, it's hard to tell with you sometimes. Uh... When have I ever brought home a random woman? <laughs> Like, Riley looks at Victoria and, like, gestures, like, can you believe what I'm dealing with over here? Well, I, I vaguely recall... 
I vaguely recall spending some time in a castle and we left with a 20-foot mahogany table. This isn't the strangest thing that you've uh, drug after going off on your own. Okay, Leaf, follow me on this. Riley gestures <laughs> oh. towards Victoria and says, This is a woman. He then gestures towards Clint's table and says, This is a table. Can you see the difference? Well, when you put it like that. <laughs> and I'm sure we're both just like laughing as we're going through this. Victoria is like, That is a table. She, and she points at herself, she is a woman. <laughs> Well, he, he just kind of like reaches into uh, the the folds of his shirt and he's, he's got like a small parcel and he's, uh, I, I was planning to uh, give this all as, as uh, separate gifts, but uh, this might be significantly less useful in, in light of uh, this, this very good news. Um, and then he just kind of holds it out like he's presenting, you know, a, a sword, not down on a knee or whatever, but, you know, arms out, head it bowed slightly. Riley uh, smiles and takes the gift. What is it? What is it? What's in the box? Tell me. It's 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 just like a tiny little thing, maybe like a little bigger than your hand. And whenever you open it up, there's a, it, it's basically like a, a silken handkerchief and kind of like a really light, almost like strawberry, uh, pink coloration of cloth. Uh, but it, it, it kind of shimmers and uh, as, as like you're holding it, you can kind of see, uh, I, I guess the, the way the pattern, it, it like points, the, the way the light hits the, the silk and you can see like the shimmer, it points in the direction of Victoria and there's, you know, all the shimmers seem to be defying the way light should be. And uh, it, it was, uh, he, he just kind of pauses and he's, uh, I, I've spent some time um, communing with the spirits of the wood this week, uh, Im imbuing this this uh, bit of cloth with with magic, uh, in the hopes that I can help you find your lost love. But it seems that uh, I, I, I acted too late. Uh, they may still be able to garner you some benefit, so uh, no use withholding it at, at this point. Uh, but I do hope it it brings you luck and. Uh, whatever we have in the coming days uh like so while you're talking riley's just like holding it up and like playing with how it seems to move just like in complete awe <clears throat> and um with a uh a, a smile once he kind of really understands and once you're done explaining what it is he uh very carefully puts it uh puts it back and like folds it up and closes it and then looks up at you leaf and uh takes you by the arm and pulls you in for a uh, big manly hug. It's it's maybe not as enthusiastic as it otherwise would have been because he's a little disappointed in himself for just like the, the context of the situation. But he is he's he is glad for you. And so he, he fully reciprocates the, the hug. And uh, Riley uh, pats you on the back and says, um, this journey seems to have definitely brought me many treasures. I'm reunited with Victoria and the uh, finding a lot of you. I am a blessed person, truly. Thank you, Leaf. Thank you. Uh, gives you the old clap on the shoulder. Uh, you're welcome, friend. And uh, Riley's going to add that to his inventory. 
So, is is anyone else present, or is this kind of like a one-off thing? I imagine everyone would be around, but that's that's up to them. I mean, unless he hunted down everybody individually to introduce us. Then... Yeah, it's not like I've got anywhere to go, so. Well, uh, then I I suppose uh, it, given that I, I'm giving out gifts early, I, I shouldn't withhold anything for anyone else. Uh, I, you might have noticed I, I've been disappearing somewhat this week, and I, I've been putting that time to good use. And uh, reaches over to box, starts rummaging through the backpack, and uh, he says, "This is for you, Brock." And this one's a little bigger um, than than the little parcel that that was handed over to Riley. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think, like about about how big would this thing be? You think, Sean? Probably. About four four inches across, and probably like, about maybe like the size across. of an iPhone. Yeah, but round. <laughs> okay, cool. I was getting an iPhone. Yeah, almost. Pretty close. So. uh... He would take it and open it eagerly. This and he he just kind of uh, holds his hand over it for a second. And he said, "Now this is somewhat of a two part present." Uh, the first one uh, is this, and he kind of like jumbles in next to a, a bigger piece and pulls out uh, a little gem, and he holds it up in front of your face, like like in front of your eyes, and then he lets it go, and you can kind of see it just start hovering around your head. Uh, this is an ion stone. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like you're into like rocks and, and jewels and stuff like that. It's a scarlet and blue sphere, uh, cracked. So it's not like super fancy by any means. It's like, but the the magic imbued in this thing is is very particular, and uh, I've actually built you something to uh, harness it. And he kind of nudges over the rest of the wrapping and hands it over. And like we said, it's like the size of an iPhone, uh, but it's got all kinds of little uh not, not like trinkets but com components that have slotted in into this relatively complex little contraption and right in the center is a slot about the size of the ion stone so he plucks it out of orbit around your head and jams it into the little slot in the face of the thing and you see it starts going off just you know uh ticking away and uh lights up basically um, and so now you've got yourself a Wayfinder. Uh, Ooh, yay. Yeah, so it, it does light like the light spell. Uh, it acts as a non-magical compass. Um, and then when the Ion Stone's slotted, it gives you a plus one to craft sculpting. And I think it was like a plus one on will saves. Yes. So I guess like whenever you're sculpting or whatever, uh, the, the light from the thing highlights like the, the curves and the indentations and the shape of whatever it is you're trying to sculpt and just kind of nudges you in the direction of whatever you're making. So I, I thought this might help you with your hobbies and may the light of it guide you in uh, the days to come. Uh, he would he would take it and grab it. He would kind of look over it, you know, kind of marvel at the kind of craftsmanship of it. He would look up at you. He would say, this is, this is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Uh, uh, you're welcome. I, I've put much uh, affection in, into uh, creating this thing, so I, I do hope uh, you like it. 
I, I didn't know that you could you could create such a thing. So, uh, <laughs> it's uh, difficult to articulate, but uh, you could say that our activities of late have brought me favor with uh, the the spirits that I commune with, and uh, this is a part of that good fortune, this uh, capability. Well, thank you very much for such a uh, a well-made gift. And, uh, you know, the same thing. Pat on the shoulder, bro hug. Uh, but as we're kind of, like, releasing the hug, he, he kind of looks up and he says, and uh, I apologize, Adira, uh, but we might need, everyone might need to take a walk if... Uh, where to present your present. Where are we going? Uh, just just a short walk in, into the woods. Uh, I, I couldn't exactly fit this present in uh, Box's backpack. And he's just got like this super like hopeful like look in his eyes like, please come look at this awesome thing. <laughs> she'll stand up and she'll tell you if I get lost in the woods, it's your fault. Uh, it's just a short walk. Uh, I had to make sure I, I was far enough out so that no one would see me while I was busy at work. I, I definitely wanted these to be a surprise. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, I'm assuming everybody kind of like tags along and uh, you can kind of see like around the bend behind uh, like a bunch of, you know, plant cover, some thick knit trees and stuff like that. Go around the corner and there is this I, I I don't even know like what it would be described at a glance I, I think you called it a vordo but it's essentially just an a very large fancy engraved carved intricate wagon uh he, he said you know I uh given and I I apologize to the other royalty present but uh given your uh stature is royalty i only uh thought it may be fit for the queen to have a wagon or a queen's carriage uh for proper transportation uh sleeping in the rain just didn't seem right so uh i, I hope you like it uh, it's like all fancily engraved with like plant patterns on the outside uh it, it's stat wise i believe it's a heavy wagon uh and got all sorts of you know it's, it's basically big and empty right now but uh, there's a lot of room for improvement here uh and so I, I i thought since uh we've we've got a bit more time uh if there's anything you'd like me to add to this uh we could discuss it at some point this week she would look absolutely amazed and shocked at this just speechless pretty much He's kind of got that like childlike smile, like, yeah, I did a good. <laughs> <laughs> and like in the background, since we all came to, of course, we all came to see what this present you were bringing her is. Like Riley slowly slips out the uh, crown wreath and puts it on his head. And at this point, like strides forward and hands on his hips says, ah, yes, a carriage fit for royalty. Thank you, Leaf. This will do great in our adventures. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, goes over and hops on. Yeah, it's got, like, a big bench in the front, and I, 
an absolutely massive amount of space in the back. It is a super roomy wagon. Uh, honestly, uh, just looking at it, you might not even be able to see like any moat for the most part, like no carpentry work. This basically looks like he, he went through and just grew this carriage, this, this huge wagon just out of the ground and shaped it from like plant matter and sculpted it rather than like actually cut into any of the wood. It's all, you know, bark and like relatively fresh wood. Uh, and again, like pretty heavily engraved with all of these wild patterns. Like, I think Adira would be in tears. Just absolutely uh, floored. You see, just leave standing there beaming, and he just kind of elbows Box in the ribs a few times. Box. We did good, buddy. And in the background, Riley and Victoria are just playing on the wagon. Well, that's all I got. Fresh out of presents. Okay. Well, hey, hey, um, guess who else has presents? Because I think it's been more than two days, huh, Sean? Yeah, it's been more than two days. So I think that when the party returns to the um, to Clint's home, where we're just staying, um, <laughs> we're just Riley, out. right? Riley is going to uh, take Victoria, head out, uh, pick up the gifts he has of his own for the party, and some uh, fancy chicken sandwiches from across the street, so that we can all uh, have dinner and stuff. So he'll he'll come back with like a. Uh, uh, a nice box and Victoria carrying like a bag of chicken sandwiches. Box takes offense to that. He is nice. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it, it was nice of him to come along and help me carry stuff. I'm sure he has a much <laughs> higher strength than Riley does. <laughs> he does. But yeah, like Riley will walk back in and I'm sure everyone's just like beaming over Leaf over the really nice presents he gave everyone. And, um, Riley will uh, bring his own gifts to the to Clint's table, and like uh, he and Victoria will spread out the sandwiches, and he'll summon the guild for dinner. In commands you. And um, on uh, on each chair for everyone is uh, draped a uh, a cloak that has a uh, it's uh, has an emblem for the uh, Riley Morheim Guild, and. Uh, as everyone approaches and takes note, Riley will say, I figured this would be a great way to formally welcome the three of you to the Riley Morheim Guilds. Congratulations, you have passed the test. Immediately try mine on. Brock would pick it up and uh, what is the, what does it look like? Like what is the symbol or whatever? The natural one? <laughs> yeah, honestly, it should. Um, I, if you guys remember, uh, like Sean put together a uh, shirt for Riley. It was like Riley, Riley Morheim, you know, of the Riley Morheim company. And on the side, it had a sword with like a this fancy like swirl going down it. So it's basically just like a, a sword with um, stylized swirls and stuff. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm thinking like a nice deep green cloak. I, I feel like that's a good color. Yeah. yeah. Why is mine sticky? let's not ask questions a box was leaking sap he's not the only one <laughs> bazingo <laughs> Brock would pick his up and just kind of you know look over the, the symbol on the back and he would look up at uh, Riley and be like I was I was unaware we were being tested but I do appreciate the uh, the, the passing mark thank you thank you very much 
Of course, Brock, and it's funny. I was also unaware that you were being tested until we got we arrived here, and I realized that I should get something to formalize our growing guild. And um, he uh, like turns to Victoria and says, "Unfortunately, I did not buy one for you. You still have to pass the test. I'm sorry, honey." I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Leaf, and I'm gonna be like, "Didn't we lose people recently? Is is that really growing?" <laughs> hmm. uh, and and ju- just as a note for uh, for for Riley, um, that that uh, that joke is returned in uh, in in a little bit of pain later on, as is appropriate for a Colistrian. Oh, that that's that uh, that's fine, probably. It's kinky though, so. It's oh, okay. Then that yeah, who cares? Great, I'll do it more <laughs> often. Fuck it. <laughs> um. But uh, I did uh, masterwork these cloaks so that they're decorative, which I believe gives a plus one to diplomacy. So, so. I now get a plus zero to diplomacy? Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the Morheim name grants you many benefits, mostly just a plus one to diplomacy. You're not in the positives yet, but you're not negative. Uh, and Chris, as a note, the item you received will stack with that because that is a quality bonus versus an A competence bonus that's dope because literally sean that was going to be my very next question get out of my head <laughs> yay i'm not as terrible talking to people now brock would look at everybody and he would be like i oh, yeah. i'm very sorry but i didn't get anyone a gift i feel uh i feel like i should now each, each one of you has given me something brock don't be ridiculous your gift is your company and that's all we could ever ask for I would look around and I'd go, but isn't this your company? I, that's, Riley slowly puts his hand to his face and then says, I hope you were intentionally making a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes, yes, I will. You know what, Brock, roll diplomacy to see how well Riley reacts to that. 13. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, great. Riley chuckles. Congratulations that you're slightly above average ability to socialize now. No, he has exactly average ability to socialize now. Yeah. All, all, all from, all from uh, my association with Riley Morheim. <laughs> the Riley Morheim Guild. We make people better. Oh, I'm glad to see the membership benefits are already paying off. I'm updating my character sheet again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and I'm never leaving without this fancy cloak on. Hey, what was the specific type of ion stone? Like the color and shape or whatever? Oh, you know what? I should probably... hit. Can you, like, share the item from my sheet, Sean? Uh, yeah, I can literally drag it into his inventory. Yeah. I, I didn't give it a fancy name like I, I did the handkerchief, but, uh... I, I hope it helps. Oop. It's a um Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah, it's it's a wayfinder and a cracked Yeah, well I had the wayfinder. I just didn't know what the he's he's already dragged it over. I just didn't know what the specific color was. Yeah, I did include it in the notes, I don't think, but the the benefit of having the ion stone slotted into the wayfinder is like a plus one will save. Yeah, I, I got all that. I got all the, the benefits. I just didn't know what color the, the stone was. Uh, Scarlet and Blue Sphere. 
And if you get more ion stones at a later point, uh, you can also put them in the thing. Only one at a time, though. Yeah. We'll just get them more uh, wayfinders. Just cover them in them. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would technically work. I don't think it says anything about them interfering with each other. I will be Wayfinder Man. Wayfinder Finder. I'll have, to, I'll have to change my name, though. Right. As I will no longer be associated with rocks, I'll be associated with Wayfinders. <laughs> name won't match. Alright, so, um, does anybody else have anything in particular they'd like to do? Yeah, um, once... Once, well, once I've been shown the carriage, I'll get the horse to go with it. Okay. And so, we're going to do the, the furnishings for it. Yes. And then there's that thing we talked about, and I sent you a message about it just now. Oh, um, you can have it installed along with the uh, furniture. Nope. Immediate. Nope. <laughs> no, because Lee's helping me furnish it. Well, I mean, <clears throat> effectively immediately. Like, you, you can have it installed very quickly. Right. Okay. Miss Secrets. So, would you like to present your gift? It's not really a gift so much, but... <laughs> I love Gift Finder. This is awesome. Now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> this you know is what, all Brock? orchestrated to guilt you. Yeah, you oh know what? Give give me your cloak back. I'm sorry. This is just oh, all unforgivable. All my character can make is rocks. <laughs> Honestly, that's all we expect from you. So, like... <laughs> to present you each with a rock. Here's a rock. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything, but it's a rock. I'll cherish it forever, Brock. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wait. It makes me over-encumbered. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's going on the ground. But yeah, after it was furnished, she would get her horse. Right. And no, I didn't name him. She doesn't speak horse. She doesn't know what his name is. Mozart the second. <laughs> and <laughs> then Beethoven. Fuck. And then she would take the Vardo and go get the work done and bring it back. I guess okay. that afternoon. All right. And then she will go find Leaf. Leaf is here. She'll be like, come here. Come here. And then she'll take you out there and she'll tell you to close your eyes. And then they fuck like porn stars. <laughs> like fucking oh! porn stars. <laughs> no. You got a deer messed up. Is, is like, this uh, some sort of surprise? Yeah. Close your eyes. Okay. As she will lead him into the Vardo and tell him to open his eyes. What does he see? When we furnished it, it had the two beds and the kitchen on one side. Opposite of the kitchen now is a crafting station. Oh. This is brilliant. Who, who did the work on this? Uh, just one of the cartwrights in town. I should have to stop by and thank him. This is wonderful. I figured it would make things easier for you. And the the horse is beautiful, by the way. I honestly don't know anything about animals, so you're kind of going to have to teach me how to take care of him. That I can do. I'm uh, better with plants, but uh, I, I can certainly help you uh, 
take care of. They said he eats grass. <laughs> oh. And then, like that's free, right? So. Certainly, certainly. Oh, this is this is fantastic work, and it absolutely complements everything that we put into this. Uh, I look forward to wherever this thing will take us. Like I said, I figured if you were going to be crafting, why not have a proper workstation to do it? Uh, I, I would hug you, but I, I don't... <laughs> Alright, just don't... once. Oh. oh. He gives, like, rich grandma hug, where he's, like, <laughs> trying not to hurt you, or, or <laughs> elicit any sort of negative reaction. Uh, nothing bad happens. Hover hand. <laughs> well she's dressed so she's covered except for one shoulder so he doesn't know how this works he's not a scientist <laughs> but no full kitchen for trying to feed all of our crazy asses and a crafting station for whatever you make next we should be good to go for a while uh, if you don't mind I set it to carpentry because that's his primary craft of choice uh, the workspace counts as masterwork tools, and oh. as a personal rule, uh, if you already have masterwork tools when using the workspace, it grants, in, instead of just overlapping, it'll grant an additional plus one bonus. Oh, that's awesome. Booyah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it for me. Alright. Uh, so... So Leaf can have a very productive trip back to <laughs> Stormbluff. Yeah, we got a horse now. We can drive the wagon back. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Man, there's well, yeah, almost... Yeah, and you can, you can stay in the back and craft as much as you want to. Or I can stand on the roof and wave at people. <laughs> oh, she would ask you about using the leather tarp um, to and uh, stuff to make awnings for both carts to keep the rain off the drivers. I think we have enough material to do that. Uh, I'll, I'll get to work no, on I, that tomorrow. I have a like a ten by ten leather tarp. So that, was a, that came from a big cow. <laughs> uh, it's stitched together, but there are such things. So Brock is uh, crafting something. I don't know if he wants me to share that or not. No, no, I wouldn't be crafting. I, I'm crafting the anvil thing because that is going to take a lot of time. Okay, you're I just think. getting the materials to craft the other thing. Yeah. Okay, so it. Any anything else? We no. Fresh out. Uh, Dara <laughs> will probably be sleeping in the Vardo now instead of all of us crammed in that tiny little room of Clint's. And there is the extra bed, so. All right. So is anybody going to go sleep in the same, sleep in the Vardo with, uh, Adira? Riley has his own lodgings. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, I would actually probably start staying at the uh, the inn with Maximilian and Shaylin. I mean, they're out of place already. All right. I mean, I guess it seems right for, for Leaf to uh, want to sleep in his own creation. So that's, that's pretty cool. Okay. Make it feel more homey. So Clint can finally like masturbate in his own home uh 
I like to believe that we all still meet up at Clint's to eat, though. Like, just very consistently. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I don't think he'd mind that. Good, good. So, time passes. Uh, and... Brock, your crafting is coming along. Your, your anvil. Your slow and meticulous work over it uh, is beginning to pay off. The revelry begins in the city. Long tables are set out in the streets, and people, day after day, all night long, there's drink, there's food, there's celebration, music, and uh, there's music and dancing and partying. Lots of stuff that guards can't keep up with is going on. Uh, I think it begins to approach the new year uh, as, as it as it gets closer. Is there anything anyone wants to do? And I am assuming that like everyone's hanging out off and on with Victoria, Maximilian, Shaylin. And everybody's kind of getting a little bit closer together and and uh, sort of forming those secondary friendships and and whatnot. Can I talk to Riley at some point? Yeah. Go ahead. Riley. Yes, Adira. The other night when you ask everybody about names. Yes. It got me to thinking. I still use the queen's name just because that's when I woke up, that's what I knew. Mm hmm. But I'd kind of like to have my own name. I mean, this makes sense. You are your own person. But according to like my way of life, I can't name myself. So someone has to name me based on who I am and my characteristics. I see. And, and well, you're our faithful leader, right? I mean, I am a queen. You are. <laughs> this is interesting. I don't want to approach the situation lightly I feel like you deserve a name befitting your character just like Leaf and Brock and I figured even I mean even though you're from the light side of the world you're probably not real fami familiar with like ancient Helios <laughs> no it's all Greek to me um <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I did sit down and make a list of common female names that I can give you if you want to, to look over them. Yes, if you if you're have any obligations to the, old, the names of old, as it were, then uh, certainly. Well, I'm over 2,000 years old, so I figure my name should at least be as old as I am. Well, darling, you hardly look a day over 20. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so she will hand him a sheet of paper. 
Oh, there's so much pressure. I have so much pressure right now. <laughs> you don't have to get in a hurry. Yeah. You can ask advice if you wish uh, from the others. But yeah, I think I'd like to be me for a change. Well, to be perfectly honest, if it were my opinion, the best way to be you would be to choose your name yourself. Though, if you were stuck on this way, um, I can certainly see what name that I think suits you. Or rather, since we've been traveling as a guild for some time, the name that myself and our companions think suit you best. This is the reason I brought it to you. You are the leader. Yes. Well, I will consider the list, give it some thoughts, and uh, bring it up to a discussion with Brock and Leaf. Thank you. Of course. I hope we uh, choose something suitable for you. I trust you. Riley smiles and um, will uh, give a like a courtly bow. Can I curtsy to the queen? <laughs> By all means, you are a knight. <laughs> yeah, she will curtsy. She's had formal training in that shit. She's good at it. <laughs> Can you roll a curtsy check? Is that a performance or an acrobatics or maybe just a dex check? I think it's a knowledge nobility. Ooh, that's a good one. But you can use perform since you don't have knowledge and ability. I rolled shit. <laughs> it's eh. <laughs> it's okay. Riley doesn't have knowledge and ability. It probably looks great to him. <laughs> uh... I, I, I've shared the list with the other interested parties. <laughs> All right. Part, uh, Brock would actually approach Adira over that point in time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Brock. <laughs> Great. Uh, he would he would try to get her you know by herself at some point. And he would ask her, uh, "You you have the ability to see the future." as you have said before, right? I can read palms and uh, do some augury and such. Do you have the ability to know of the past at all? I've not really tried to do that. I guess with the augury, I could maybe if um, I ask you, the appropriate you do question. The one, uh... I mean, it depends on what you're looking for, but you do have an ability that lets you kind of see a person's past with without doing your fucking memory swap thing. Like, uh, what is it you want to know? Well, it's it may even be a little more difficult as it is not a person that I want to see the history of it is an item. And he'll pull out his great-grandfather's circlet and he'll hold it out to her. Does this belong to my great-grandfather before he passed sometime recently, it seems. I just, I wish to know whether or not this was a clean passing or if something happened. We can attempt to figure it out. Um, Sean, what do I have to roll? 
uh, appraisal to do psychometry. Okay, so I have to take my gloves off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always roll such shit. <gasps> oh! That's a nat 20. Alright. Uh, so you actually get multiple bits of information out of this. You gain a vision of a dwarven man, very elderly, kindly but stern, who seemed to, uh, in the flashes of your visions, he seemed to be a man who cared for children and taught them, acting as a wise man for his people. You see him lying in a bed, old age ticking away, and you hear him in a language that you do not understand uh, speak a prayer before closing his eyes and never opening them again. She'd uh, hand the circlet back to you and say, um, the man that wore this, he was old. He just, he went to sleep. He would nod and say, well, he was my great-grandfather, so it is not unexpected that he would pass in such a way. I just, I just wanted to be certain, as I was not given much of an explanation when it came to this. Thank you for helping me with that. Um, and I'll help any time, any way I can. As you unpack the vision further in the moments after reading it, you realize that the first part of the vision, where he was teaching children, it spanned years, decades even, him growing successively older over each moment of the vision. And you realize at one point that you saw a young Oread man, only a child, with green and yellow crystals for hair, sitting at the foot of this elderly dwarf, hearing and learning about Torag and his people. A very young Brock. Aww. He, he was a lot cuter as a little pebble. God <laughs> oh, damn it. But uh, she, he would, he would kind of give her a nod and, and thank her before, before leaving. And she will probably just go back to whatever she was doing. Okay. So, uh, anything else? Anybody? We can formalize the debates over what Adira's new name will be. <laughs> oh, y'all don't even have to choose from the list. I was just, like, I didn't want to, like, drop that on y'all and not give y'all something. I mean, the, you put some thought into this list. Like, I, I feel it could be a crime not to, like, at least choose like, something from it. That list took me, like, five minutes, dude. Still. You put thought into it, at least yes. a tiny amount. He would like to respect that. You don't get to. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't get it. You'll find out when I find out. 
All right. So yeah, go ahead. My vote is uh, Tova Keen, woman boy. <laughs> <laughs> I even if it's a vote, I can't. <laughs> Like, hat sold me on the humor. So. Y'all can't, y'all can't uh, beat Leaf on a vote anyhow because Box and uh, Gray Malkin will vote with him. Oh yes, but you forget I'm a queen. I can just have him guillotined. Hey, I was given two votes. I was given two votes. So if me and Riley vote together, so so is is Adira's new name officially Tovakin? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, my actual, my actual vote was for, uh, was that Tula? But, I mean. You you can't fight the Tova Keen. I, you can't <laughs> fight the Tova Keen. Like Tova for short, but definitely Tova Keen. With like a hyphen or something, I don't know. Let's get fancy. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, Leaf, why Tova Keen? Why, why are we adding that to the name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't you make me justify this. I'm no, allowed to make no, arbitrary Leaf. decisions. Leaf, go on. I'm curious. Is this another Elvish thing? Oh, yeah. We're, we're big, big fans of Bethesda. Because, because it means born. Tova means a good woman. That means born. Yes. So she is born a good woman. There you go. Uh, right. Is this this is uh, her her second life, so uh, a rebirth of sorts. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, okay. Uh, Box, what do you what do you have to say about this name? Box. Oh, that's a very good point, Box. Uh, leave. Retort. No. Riley like leans back in his chair and yells out, "Clint, Clint, we have something important for you to talk about. Come hither." Oh no. Who says hither anymore? Okay, okay, hold on. Tracy, Tracy, say that for me. Tava. 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 Like, so Tava you're from, you're, you're familiar with the term Mazel Tov? Yes. Yeah, it's the same word with a feminine ending on it. So it's Tava. I like Tava. So yeah, Tava's good. So yeah, I guess once we debate this with Clint, because of course we do, go venture out and find Adira and inform her of her new name. Awesomeness. You mean we go find Tova? <laughs> yes, it's it's gonna take a little bit of getting used to, isn't it? It's like we just walk over to the wagon and go, Tava Keen, Tava Keen. <laughs> well, in order to prove she is the true Tava Keen, she needs to shout at us. Oh. <laughs> We're getting yes. there. So we all just stand outside the wagon and chant her new name until she comes out and yells at us. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, the woman born comes. <laughs> and Box is just in the background screaming, Box. Let's <laughs> throw Box. Thank you for listening, everyone. I'd like to thank you all for sticking with us for so long and for being such awesome fans. We swiftly approach the end of the prelude to the main story of Eterna. Yes, we have like 30 episodes of prelude. I would like to let you all know that you coming to listen to us week after week is greatly appreciated and we love you all.
it's called Dustress. We have a pre-colonialism Native American, a Old West gambler, and a modern day teenager from Detroit dropped off in a brand new world full of magic and absolute chaos. I am the DM. I will try to wrangle them and guide them as they make their journey across this world and maybe learn some new things and right some wrongs. If you like high magic fantasy, this is definitely a world for you. You can find us on Twitter at Dustress Podcast, and we hope you join us there and in the Discord. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. My name is Don. You can find me do other tabletop RPG podcast over at hexgridheroes.com. I'm currently rebooting a Starfinder campaign, and I'm the voice of Pokemon trainer Cory in Pokemon Seichao. Over there, I also sit down with a couple of my friends and we discuss how a horror movie can be used in a haunted house setting. If you'd like to hear me talk more about horror movies, I also do a horror movie review podcast over on the Necropodicon Network. It's right there in the name, How to Survive a Horror Movie, where we talk about movies like Legion, Hush, and Quiet Place, and we talk about how the people in the movie could have survived this better, and what would be our perfect sequel. That's all for me for now. You never know I'm going to have another project, so follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Don Buley. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. You go into a mining settlement called Fillmore's Crossing. It's about 30 miles outside of the control zone. Do y'all know what the control zone is? Of course we do. Oh, of course Naturally. I know what the control, control zone is. I mean, control, like, of course we know what the control yeah, zone is. You guys, you zone guys probably the, like the zone. Every, you guys, where you get I fucking hate both of you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Some weird stuff's been going on in Fillmore's Crossing. We just got word that three days ago, Elma's wife, she tore the three kids limb from limb and doesn't remember doing it at all. Sounds like it's like the, the Wild West out there. <laughs> LCP D&D is an actual play D&D 5e podcast. Our current adventure is set in the Wild West and features magic, orcs, vampires, and an all-original soundtrack. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and CastBox. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and even hang out with us in our Discord server, LCP D&D. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And until next time, everybody... May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.